0: Hello, SFFYL listeners, and welcome to Backlist to the Future, our bi-weekly installment of recommendations from the deep and sometimes dusty corners of science fiction and fantasy, because one show every two weeks is just not enough to cover all the books we want to talk about. I'm Jen Northington. I'm recording on March 24th, and today I'm going to talk about odd jobs in science fiction and fantasy. There are a majillion <laughs> weird and interesting jobs in SFF. Um, but I recently read two books that had interesting ones. So I'm going to talk about those. Before I do that, I want to remind y'all that we have launched a Substack. stack. Ex- it's an exclusive newsletter. It's got deep dives it is literally called the deep dive because we are doing deep dives into all kinds of bookish topics uh right now we've got some about queer characters who rewrite their own destinies we've got a piece about is reading your love language whether or not you actually need to read more all kinds of good stuff um that's available for the subscription level which is five dollars a month there's also a free level which is called the splash pad and has recommendations um, from all of us here at the Riot. So you should definitely check that out. Give it a poke. Uh, Bookriot.substack.com. We're basically, you know, tapping our in-house experts to share longer thinky pieces uh, about books and publishing and reading and all of that good stuff. So again, that's bookriot.substack.com. All right, let's
1: hear from a sponsor. Today's episode is brought to you by Penguin Team. In a world where the children of the gods inherit their powers, a descendant of the Greek fates must solve a series of impossible murders to save her sisters, her soulmate, and her city. Descendants of the fates are always born in threes. There's one to weave, one to draw, and one to cut the threads that connect people to the things they love and to life itself. And the Aura sisters are no exceptions. There is Eo, the youngest, who uses her fate-born abilities as a private investigator. But her latest job leads her to a horrific discovery. Somebody is abducting women and setting the resulting wraiths loose in the city to kill. Now, the second book in the series, Hearts That Cut, will be on sale June 18th, 2024 this is a must read for all greek mythology and fantasy fans this is dripping with atmosphere edge with danger threads that bind weaves together a gorgeous dark tapestry of mystery faded romance and modern myth you won't be able to put this one down and that comes from alexandra bracken new york times bestselling author of lore so make sure to pick up threads that bind by kitsa hatsapolu and thanks again to penguin teen for sponsoring this episode today's episode is brought to you by underlined haven't read a natasha preston thriller yet we dare you to try she's known for her line of chilling young adult suspense novels like the seller and the fear the new york times and usa today best-selling author excels at putting fear into the hearts of her readers So her newest book titled The Dare is about five friends whose senior prank goes very, very wrong. This is the perfect graduation season read for thriller fans who can handle a good scare. The Dare is now available wherever books are sold. You can learn more about it at getunderlined.com. So again, this young adult thriller is about five friends With A Prank That Goes Wrong, there are Dark Secrets, a twisty plot, and creepy I Know What You Did Last Summer vibes. So if you, you know, it's graduation season, you want to revel in that, but like make it scary, you know what I mean? Pick up The Dare by Natasha Preston. And thanks again to Underline for sponsoring this episode. Okay, so... Weird jobs, odd jobs
0: in science fiction and fantasy. This is (laughs) like, I love a weird job because then I'm like, what would I want that job? Do I want to do that thing? Like, if that was an option for me, would I want to do it? And the answer for the two books I'm going to share is no, I would not want (laughs) either of these jobs. There's like a lot of pressure, but I do enjoy reading about them and imagining what it would be like. And my first book is my sci-fi pick. It's Chosen Spirits by Sumit Basu, who I've talked about before. Um, I'm a huge fan of his Turbulence series. It is such good, you know, paranormal, superhero-y, but with a distinctly different twist uh, fiction. So obviously I'm a fan. Chosen Spirits is a, I think it was digital only maybe, Um, came out during the pandemic and I bought it. And then for, about it. And so I recently was going through my digital TBR and I was like, oh, how have I not read this yet? Um, And it takes place in a future deli, which feels very possible, honestly. Um, It feels like it could just be a step to the side of our own timeline or a potential future of our timeline. And we're following Joey, whose job is reality controller. (laughs) But it's not like, entire reality joey works in social media she is in charge She's basically functionally a producer for a live streaming influencer um, who's been a friend of hers for a very long time and uh so her job is to like curate the reality that his followers see and she's extremely good at her job and what i love about this book is that we really get to see some of the nitty gritty of like what that might be like. And it feels so real. I mean, it it feels very close to how influencers work today. I don't know if some of them have producers who do these kinds of things. I bet they do, uh, especially the bigger ones who make lots and lots of money off of being an influencer on social media. But I just, Besu, like, just nails it for me Um, and gives us a setting that is, like, feels very urgent, very, stressful. This is not, like, a fun thing, FYI. (laughs) Like, this is a deli that is wracked by police brutality, you know, shadowy government people disappearing, protesters and those who speak out. Um, There's all kinds of human rights abuses and shenanigans going on in the background. And uh, it's just, you know, Joey is doing her best to like provide for her family, keep her family safe and stay in a city where she's like, maybe I should go somewhere else, but she doesn't want to leave. And because this is her home. And so she's struggling with what can she do? What power does she actually have And what should she do with that power? There are like some rough moments in this book. So I will give some content warnings for, you know, as I said, there's there's human rights violations going on. There's police brutality. Um, There is the influencer that she manages has been accused of rape. And there's a whole section about that. So there's some tough stuff in here, um, which you should know before you go in. But I love that uh, Basu calls this an anti dystopian novel. And I don't know exactly what he means by that but when I think about what that means in regards to having read this book I think it means kind of like I was saying Joey has to find a way to exist in this that's not just like Leaving, right? Because so many of the dystopias that we read, it's like, okay, well, you leave the dystopia. Um, And some of them you work from within to take it down, but there's a clear rebellion and revolution. And there's not that obvious of a path for Joey in here. Joey has to find a path that's much more complicated and potentially nuanced. And I really appreciated that um, because it feels helpful and cathartic given, you know, the state of the world that we live in. So again, that's Chosen Spirits by Samit Basu. Um, okay. So my fantasy book, I'm actually in the middle of right now. I have not actually finished it, but I'm really enjoying it. And it fits so perfectly um, with this that I couldn't resist. It is *Timekeeper*. By Tara Sim, which is categorized as young adult, but this is not like a school situation. I would actually think this is more a uh, new adult in that the main character is 17 and has a job, like a full on job. And so he is having like adult problems. Uh, this takes place in an alternate like Victorian-ish world where time is literally dependent on clocks running the way they're supposed to. So when a clock in a region stops or something goes wrong with it, time around that clock goes wonky. So there are timekeepers, time clock mechanics. Um, And clock mechanics is a real job in our world, but like pretty low stakes, right? Like you fix the clock, it runs better, but nothing else aside from the clock, working or not working, is changed. Whereas in this alternate world, Everybody is depending on these clocks. And so if a clock is stopped, capital S, then literally no one around it can move. And this is what has happened to Danny's father. His father's also a clock mechanic, he's following in his father's footsteps. And his father was tra- is trapped. In a stopped town east of London and has been for three years. And Danny was involved in a workplace accident where a clock that he was working on exploded because of a bomb. And so he is dealing with some, you know, post event trauma um, and anxiety. But he really wants to get back to work. And most of all, he really wants to help fix the clock where his father has been stopped so he can get his father back. Um, He's got a really complicated relationship with his mom. He's also gay. And that's like, mm, some people are fine with it. Some people are not. It's complicated. Hashtag complicated. Much like our own world. Uh, and he is just trying to figure out, like how to get back to doing a job that he loves and used to love, but now finds very stressful. There's also clock spirits. Turns out clocks have spirits. Um, And Danny encounters one in the course of his work. And is maybe catching some feels for a supernatural being, which then on top of it complicates everything else. This is the first in a series, and I'm really looking forward to seeing where we go from the point that I've gotten to. Um, And what's going to happen next. This is a really fun concept. It's really interesting. It's very immersive. And I think Sim is doing a really good job of handling the world building in giving us this like alternate, you know, Victorian era London um, that has folks of color, that has queer folks in it and how they're navigating things and what this world looks like. Plus this like fascinating sort of job. Like imagine if you were in charge of making sure that people experienced time correctly. That is pretty Intense. And I love, I always love descriptions of like mechanical stuff. And I think Sim does a really good job with that as well. So yeah, that's Timekeeper by Tara Sim. Um, I could not not shout out Hench, which. By Natalie Walshatz is one of my favorites because it's a job like one I have in that it the main character does spreadsheets but does them for supervillains. I do not do spreadsheets for supervillains but I do do spreadsheets and so Hench is one of those books that I always have to remind people like if you are a fan of you know our world but just a step to the side and especially if you handle a lot of logistics and operations in your work life um hench is sort of an amazing option for you as well so that's a shout out to hench and that's that's our show for today sff yeah is sound edited by caitlin brame many thanks as always to her for making a sound great each and every episode thank you all so much for listening you can email us yeah at bookriot.com tell us about your favorite odd jobs in sci-fi and fantasy jobs that you would or would not want uh, tell us about whatever send us pet pictures we love it all you can review us on apple podcasts or spotify or Podjaser or wherever it helps other people to find the show um, and in between shows you can find me specifically on tumblr right now jenirl j-e-n-n-i-r-l over on tumblr and yeah happy reading and we'll talk to you next time